Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. We're rounding out Mesech the Shabbos, one of the longer Mesechs in Shas, Perich of Dalid, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. And we're returning to a former topic, and that is doing strenuous activity on Shabbos, which is not allowed. But what happens when it comes in conflict with having to feed our animals? Just a quick note from the outset, all of these malachos in this Mishnah that seemingly are performed are not malachos that are prohibitions on Shabbos. They're all being done in a permitted manner. Rather, they are just strenuous, and therefore there are some circumstances where it's allowed for the animals and some where it's not. You're allowed to untie bundles of straw for your animal to eat it. That if it's bundled up, you can't eat it, so you can untie the ends. But the assumption is, as we'll see in a minute, you're not allowed to scatter the straw. Because the straw has a sweet smell, and it will attract the animals, and they'll come and eat it by themselves. Additionally, one is allowed to scatter soft cedar branches. The difference between cedar branches and straw is that cedar branches, until they're scattered, they don't emit a smell, and therefore the animal isn't going to come and eat them. Avalois has reason, but one may not allow to scatter triply bound straw. Now you're thinking, if you're not, if you're not allowed to bound, scatter uh, straw that's bound twice, when you, say, mean it's, when you say it's bound twice, it means it's bound to both ends. Bound three times means it's even bound in the middle, so why, are you allowed to, why would you think you can bound triply bound straws? The Mepharshim point out, because if it's bound so tightly, maybe it loses its, its smell from the moisture that's in there. It's warm, it's moist, and even then it's still considered a, again, it's not a malacha. The untying here is not a forbidden knot. It's a knot that's permitted to be undone on Shabbos, but the problem is extra, as doing things that are extra, um, extra tircha. A miraskin lois hashachas lois hacharuvim will we not shred fodder or soft carrots for an animal because these things are considered tender enough that the animal can eat them without your help. So even though during the week you may want to help your animal, really you're just doing your animal tova, you're helping them, but if they don't actually need your help, they can eat it by themselves, so you can't go and expend the effort. You should have done it on Arab Shabbos. Bain daka bain gasa, whether it's a small animal with small little teeth or a large animal like a cow. Rehuda permits you to shred carrots for a small animal because he's gonna, he says, no, small animals have find it difficult to chew these things, and therefore the way in which they're going to consume it is if you help them. Okay. You can't force feed a camel or not, not, not large amount of foods nor small, amount of, small, small amounts of food. Because uh, that's again, it's a tirch. You got to shove food down its throat. Avul malatim. You can put food into its. You can put food into its mouth and even into its throat, so long as that it's, it's, uh, it's in there in a, in a place where the camel, if it wants, can spit it out. But once you push it to past the point where the, the camel has no recourse but to swallow it, so that's considered force feeding it, and that's considered tircha, which one is not allowed to do on the Shabbos. is malatim. to fatten cows again. Force feed ca- cattle. But you could do the same thing as you did with the uh, camels, and that is put food in their mouths so long as they have the ability to spit it out. And the same applies for chickens as well. You can put water into bran, and by doing so, you, um, you allow the, the, um, the bran to become more edible. However, you can't knead the bran with the water because that would actually be a malacha of lush. So you can put the water in there, but you can't knead it. You can't put water in front of your doves in the dove coat to drink, and or or before bees. And the reason for that is because the bees and the doves can easily fly around and get their own water. So why are you uh, schlepping water to them? 
That's Tircha Yisera. Avnos l'mei azovim uvitarnagolim l'mei yoni hadrisim. But in front of geese and chickens and Herodian pigeons, these are all creatures, uh, animals that you raise. So although they technically can fly, they rely on you for the source of water. And therefore, it's permitted exertion. It's considered a permitted tircha for you to feed, to uh, provide water for them because that's where they rely on you for that water. I wish you all a, um, a wonderful day.